Hello, everyone, and welcome to Sea View Quantum Network. I'm your presenter, Daniel, and I'm here with producer Claudia Pareco. The wait is over, and today we proudly present host Sati Chappelle with her show, Spiritual Progression for Body, Mind, and Spirit, a live energy reading and channeling show. Sati Chappelle has been a psychic reader, spiritual teacher, full trance channel, past life expert, lecturer, counselor, manifester, and writer since 1989. A sign of spiritual progression is when you no longer fight the nature of life. You work with it. You stop pretending that life is supposed to be a certain way and accept it on its own terms, or you manifest what you want. You size up the human story and get on with living an awakened life. Are you ready to stand tall in who you are, unafraid to reveal what you want and need while kind enough to tell the truth? If so, you are now ready to experience progression. Call for free at 805-830-8344 and wait in line or use Take My Call and for $11 you can jump the long list of callers. Do so at www.paypal.me slash p-u-r-e-c-o slash 11 and then please PM or email Claudia Pareco with the phone number you'll call the show at cview1111 at gmail.com. And welcome everybody to CView. And today we have Sati Chappelle with us and we're going to be doing some live readings. We have lots of callers, lots of questions, lots of things going on these days. This is April 2020 and our lives have changed in ways we couldn't even imagine when we had Sati last month. She, I, I invite you to go and check that episode because on that episode, she revealed a lot of information that when you replay it, you'll find very appropriate for what's going on today. For that, you can go to seekingdivinity.com, go into the tab free offerings, and in there you're going to find her monthly show with CBU Quantum Network. All of the past shows are there. You can replay them as many times as you want for free. And you can look into other areas of interest, uh, ratings, and uh, the Satis e-store. She has fabulous crystals and many other things that you would you want to check it out. Also, for anyone that listens to this episode and mentions that you heard it on Studio Quantum Network, contact Sati Chappelle and she'll do a $25 discount on any reading that you choose to have with her. But now, let's bring Sati. Oh, and remember, her website is www.seekingdivinity.com. And Sati, welcome to today's show. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Miss Claudia. How are you guys all today? Uh, we're doing very good, considering healthy, so uh, we have had uh, no issues within the family, which that today is a blessing. We have family here and in, in California, in Florida, in Mexico, so spread all over so far, no cases of the virus within. Well, we are the same on my end of the woods, and um Although I don't have people spread all over the world, I do have them spread all over the country, and so far so good here as well. And I hope for all of my listeners out there that you are sharing as well and that you and your family are safe and healthy and enjoying some home time. Yes, we do. And we also, if you if you allow us, if, I, I want to make sure that we set the intention 
that anyone that, that touches these episodes with you receives a light of protection, almost like a cocoon of golden light to protect their, their day and their loved ones. Well, I think that's a beautiful idea. And I love that um, you're always thinking of people's hearts and minds and keeping them happy and healthy. I would say, you know, instead of it just being that they touch my stuff, you know, let it be more that those individuals who really wish to find that space within that draws them to the center of their being. Be kept protected and safe. And so it can be from anywhere, whether they have heard the show or they haven't heard the show. And, you know, every day uh, I do a lot of work for humanity with regards to um, all kinds of things. And, of course, now with regards to the pandemic in in specific terms. So, um, you know, everyone just pull in at this point in time and really allow that inner light to shine. And as uh, Claudia was speaking of with regards to that golden light, oftentimes people see it that way, their own inner light as being golden or white and or sometimes a combination of and you know when you pull in there's this sense of peace this sense of security this sense of communion and it doesn't necessarily mean that you know things of the world won't touch you but perhaps they touch you in a different way or they don't touch you as much as they may have in, or were scheduled to however you want to look at that right um, but to be able to practice every single day, coming into that space of being able or being aware of creating your own connection to the divine, that's really what seeking divinity is all about. I used to um, have my business name under my other greatest intention, which is body, mind, spirit progression, BMS progression. And I have since shifted it to seeking divinity because I think that really everybody is looking for the sacred in life. And really times like these draw people in that direction. That's part of their purpose is to draw them in, to bring them to a place of centeredness, even though we have the storm raging it's a pandemic storm but it's one nonetheless um and it gives people a chance to really understand it gives them the impetus to really understand that yes they too can seek divinity they can seek divinity within they can seek divinity in all things and they can find it because you know as the bible says seek and you shall find And Sati, you were mentioning that uh, part of that meditation that you do every day, that you have some valuable information that can help us with these times? Um, well, the meditations that I do are more personally derived. But yes, um, when I get ready to do a radio show, I do like to look ahead and kind of see uh, what's happening and, and, you know, things that I might be able to speak about that might be of interest to others. Um, I did get a couple of things with regards to this, um, with meaning the pandemic specifically. One of the big things that is supposed to be a benefit of this, because in all things there are benefits, um, even though oftentimes blessings come in disguise doesn't mean that they're not a blessing. It just means that sometimes we're so preoccupied with the disguise that we don't have the opportunity to see the blessing or we don't look for it because we're so mesmerized. And, you know, this pandemic would be one of those situations that have mesmerized us. So the, one of the things that I got yesterday when I was speaking with the guides about this 
is that this is a fabulous opportunity for everybody to reset the clock. Now that's an interesting statement. It doesn't necessarily mean from a time standpoint, of course. It means things that, it means a specific time in which things were actually flowing in the appropriate direction and flowing unhindered. So if we look around at what's happening at the, within the world right now, we see people in Italy singing to each other. We see this lovely um, couple in New York who are taking advantage. They've never seen each other before. They've, they've met each other across the rooftops um, of New York, and they are creating a love relationship that is kind of long distance, even though they're just a building apart. And I've been following them, and it's just so beautiful. There are a lot of beautiful stories that are coming out of this. So when the guides come and they speak about resetting the clock, that's what they're speaking about. Not that everything has to be beautiful, but taking things back to more of their core nature. When you were first born, for example, life was pretty good. You're pretty happy. You had your, your, you had your milk. You, you went to the bathroom every day, which is not always the case later in life. You had somebody to clean that for you, somebody to love you, somebody to sing to you, rock you gently. That's a sweet, soft cushioning. Um, and when the guides came and they said, hey, this is the opportunity to reset the clock, it's like, what is your sweet, soft cushioning? What is that thing that makes your heart swell with, with beauty, with joy, with grace, with happiness, with that feeling of there's something larger here at work than what is able to be seen? Connecting into that, the reset of the clock, being able to really draw closer to your loved ones, the reason to say to them, I love you and I love you so much and I love you in some ways unconditionally in this moment, even if that's not the truth at most times. In times of challenge like what we're in right now, don't you guys find that it's easier to love your loved ones? They're still crazy or they're still whatever they are, but you go, oh my gosh, I, I guess I love this person's crazy quirks. Now, of course, unfortunately, when everything goes back to normal, some of those things are forgotten, but that's also part of resetting the clock. That's what resetting the clock is all about, is being able to draw back to that pristine state, that original state, that state of love that you were born into, and being able to see things through those eyes and to accept things on those terms and to be able to offer that not just to others around you, but to yourself as well. So hopefully that will help. Yes, of course, beautiful. So are you ready to start taking calls? Absolutely. Okay, so we're gonna start with our friend Kimberly from Georgia and she is our user of Take My Call, so she gets to go first. Awesome, hey Kimberly. Hi, how are you? I am great. Thank you so much. My oldest daughter lives in Georgia, so I love that I get a little bit of that Georgia connection going. How are you? <laughs> I'm well. I'm well. Thank you. <laughs> Good. What can I do for you today, my dear? Well, my first question is about career. Um, I am, uh, well, my intent is to transfer out of the public school uh, classroom, and I'm looking for leadership positions, and I'm just wondering, what are you getting with that? Perfect. Give me just a half a second, sweet pea. Okay. So before I really answer your question, and I know you have two questions coming, so this is kind of just one. I don't want you to worry that I'm taking up the other one. Uh, one of the things I want to say is that timing is everything, and the timing is not quite now. Uh, it looks like 
once we get past the summer months or we get into the summer months, um, then you'll have a better opportunity. And, you know, this may be my misunderstanding of your question. I may have taken it as I want to leave today, but one way or the other. Um, it looks like really the best time to leave would be around late June, early July, or maybe um, as early as mid-June. But you still have some things that you need to do. And again, timing is everything, and your timing and the universe's timing are not always the same. So I wanted to be clear with that first. So then let's look at where you're going as A. 1A, question 1A. <laughs> Hello? Well, I can definitely see you. Are you able to hear me? Oh, I can. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm definitely able to see you doing uh, a lot of things in the leadership position because you do draw that to you naturally. Um, the thing that I see with this is that you tend to stay pretty well in balance, which is a big deal with regards to leadership positions. Every so often you can get frustrated with um, people around you or things not necessarily falling how you would like them to fall. And that's something that you definitely want to, to work on a little bit to create a little stronger balance in. But otherwise, I see leadership position as being something that would be wonderful for you. It would help you to blossom as a soul, as a, as a being. Um, the interesting thing is that you could go in either two directions with regards to this. It would be either a political type of uh, direction or it would be within an organization that you feel uh, you have enough experience in and yet would be something that you could bring a lot of insight to that has not yet had enough insight in order to shift. So that could be the school system. Um, or it could also be um, an area of um, charity. So those are the three things that are coming up for me uh, with regards to this. Any of that make sense? Yes, um, especially when you were telling me uh, about the timing. I wasn't expecting anything now. Um, the summer uh, was really what I was looking at anyway. So you were right on well, with that. So I have no problem perfect. with that. Yay. <laughs> okay, what's your second question, darling? So the second question is about uh, romantic relationships. I um, haven't been in a relationship in a long time, and I've been working on myself and healing issues, and I'm just wondering what you get with that. Well, let's say that path has not yet ended. Um there's a couple of things with this. I love the fact that you have been working on yourself. And what I have found in working with people for 30 years um, as a psychic is that those individuals that work on themselves and then call for a, a spouse, boy, they get exactly what they wanted and a real good person because the person no longer has to reflect them as they were, they reflect them, let's say, in the improved form or the higher state. One of the things that I want to say about this is that it has been a total act of trust on your part um, to be able to let go of needing a spouse and to really focus on self. So it's like your guides are going, yay, we're so happy for you. That's one thing. <laughs> The other thing is it's given you an opportunity to take your power back, which was immense because with your relationships in the past, that was never the case. So the fact that now right. you've taken your power back, big deal. Um, so what I do want to finally say about this is, again, timing. And with this, it looks like the timing for this person coming won't be until 2021. And it's possible that it will come in – the summer or late summer of 2021, um, meaning the relationship. Uh, but before then, you still need to set your feet on the new path 
on a career level and get some of your financial ducks in a row. And then when your love comes, that person will be able to reflect to you the balance that you have created in so many areas. So great job. Okay. Thank you very much. You are welcome. Have a wonderful day in Georgia. Thank you. Thank you. You have a wonderful day as well. Thank you. And thank, thank you. you. You're welcome. Okay, so now let's go to Utah and bring Bonnie to the show. Hello? Hello. Hello, Miss Bonnie. Yes, hi. So, um, uh, my question, I have a couple, I have three questions, so I don't know which you want to uh, answer first, but, um, so the first, I guess, is, is there a man for me? I was told once there was, and I've waited a long time. So I'm wondering if, if there's still a man for me. Bonnie, just to let you know, you are allowed for one question only. Do you have one that you have more, that you really, really want to find out of those three? Say that again. You want me to just pick one out of the three? That's correct. Oh, okay. Um. Oh, I'm not sure because um, so that was one, and then the other one was I have um, what was I? In? Did she get cut off, Miss Claudia? It seems to. Can you hear us, Bonnie? She's there, but she uh, we can't hear you, Bonnie. Okay, I'm gonna mute you now and call us back, and I'll bring you in as soon as you call four three five. Okay, and now let's go to California and bring Donna to the show. Thank you, Claudia. Hi, Sante. Um, hey. Yeah, my question, how are Hi, excuse me. My question is about a relationship, too. Um, about five months ago during my meditation, I got a little message that said it's coming soon, and I filled up with love in the heart area, and it was very gentle and it was just lovely. So I wanted to know what you were picking up on someone coming into my life, someone special. Okay. Well, first I have to say I'm always thrilled when I get to speak with somebody who meditates. Yay. Um, <laughs> so that always, that always floats my boat. Um, but yeah, let me look at this for you, honey. Well, it's kind of interesting. You have been calling for a man for a while, and I do see a man here, but I want to say that this person is preoccupied. So this is the thing that I want to say. It's a little unusual to say. Actually, in 30 years of my work here, I've never said this before, so yay, it's a first. Um, this person is preoccupied because they're in the process of human doing. That's the, that's the phrase I want to use. You know, so much busyness, so much going on in life. And what I would like you to do um, is I would like you to hold the space for this individual, this man, the, the man that's coming for the love relationship, to find a way to do less, like to focus on um, creating balance in that area because it's so busy. Now, here's, here's the thing. You're helping the individual before the individual comes. The universe will send that energy to the right person. So there's no issue with that whatsoever that it's going to be floating out in the ethers and nobody gets it. Um, this man will come to a place of being able to experience greater balance with being so that they're not so much doing and so that they can actually see you when the two of you meet. You could see them, but if that person's so busy, they won't see you. And that's kind of the situation that's going on here. This individual also um, has a few childhood issues. And I know I'm painting a funky picture of this person, so hang on with me here for a moment. They've got some childhood issues on an emotional level 
that they need to clear. And that's part of the reason why they're coming into your life. This is a good man. This is a person who has a lot to bring to the relationship and somebody that you will really love dearly. So it's not that this person is a mess. It sounds like it, but it's not. One of the reasons this person is so busy is that they're still in some ways trying to hide from their past and particularly this uh, childhood emotional stuff. The funny thing is, is that oftentimes in life, we are so busy trying to hide from something, we don't realize that we're ready to heal it. And that the healing can come presto bingo in an instant because we are so ready for it. We spent so much time, effort, and energy avoiding it that we just didn't even realize that we had already done in some ways the preliminary work. So this man coming into your life has an issue from the past, from the childhood um, that's emotionally derived. They're going to be like, oh, I don't know that I want to open that Pandora's box. And you're going to be like, well, not really a Pandora's box. Look, it's just a little acorn, not a big deal. And they go, oh, you're right. Done. And everybody moves on. And you guys are good together. So um, I think that what you've kind of been waiting for is this person to slow down. So that's why I'm saying hold the space for balance for that, that they slow down in a healthy, positive way and are able to see you when you guys arrive. Okay? Wonderful. Do you have a timeline of when we might meet, find a chance? Gotcha. It looks like somewhere around October, but um, October is going to be kind of a busy month in the United States. So don't be surprised if it gets pushed off a little bit. This is somebody who kind of comes in your circle and then goes out of your circle, or you come into their circle and go out of their circle rather frequently. Um, So it's not a big deal. It's just a case that, you know, a busy person in a busy time may have their eyes shut when you walk into the room, <laughs> having nothing to do with you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Sate. And uh, stay healthy, mm-hmm. and uh, I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank You're you, welcome, darling. But that's that's one of the of the stories, right? That you then they get to tell people like, oh yeah, we met briefly in October, but we never knew until we re- meet again then. So it's gonna be a, a nice story, Donna. So don't don't it, you're gonna love it. So let's go back to our Utah. We have Bonnie back with us with her question. Hey, hey Bonnie. Hello. Yes, hi. Hey. Hi. Hi, how are you today? I am great. Oh, good. So so my question is, um, similar to the last lady, uh, I'm wondering if there's a man for me. Okay. All right. So I'm, I'm glad that you decided to stay with that one because I had already received some information on it. So perfect. I know it has been oh, a good. long. I know it's been a long time since you have yes. been in a relationship, and I see yes. that you have met a few people here or there, and you were like, no, no, no. So, <laughs> and that's good. So, being selective is a good thing. Um, this situation is what I want to say, guaranteed. Um, I don't like to use oh, that phraseology. Um, normally, I don't like to use that phraseology, but this is a universal gift. And part of the deal is that your frequency has been shifting and changing, and his frequency has been shifting and changing. And they have, they have not yet come to a place where they're able to really mesh well together. So uh-huh. it's, it's a relationship from a past life that needs to be finished 
but finished in a positive way and needs to be finished in a way that brings both of you into a better understanding of both self and relationship in general. I know that you have been doing work on yourself um, insofar yeah. as your your concepts of how life works and who you are has been shifting a lot over the last 20 years. So uh-huh. this person comes to help finalize some of that, bring some of that into greater clarity. That's his gift to you. Your gift to him is that you tend to be pretty accepting, pretty um, open. And so that's really a blessing for both of you. Um, I'm going to say that you still have some time with this, though. And, again, we're back to that concept of your frequency and their frequency doesn't quite match. And when they do match is when you want that to come together because otherwise it's kind of like two musical notes that don't sound well together and they clash, right? That's not what you want. You want this to be no, a situation. Yeah, no, that, yes. Yeah. You're right. That's how my right. marriage was. We we were both on kind of like different wavelengths. Right. And you don't want that again. And, and especially not since right. this is a relationship from a past life. This is not about repeating. The universe does not want you to repeat what had been done. It wants you to improve and move forward. And both of you promised you would help each other move forward at the end of that last lifetime. So I hope because I know you also, one of the questions you wanted to ask was past life. I hope that now I've helped you a little bit in that. This has um, a two-year time frame on it. And actually, in specifics, 21 months. Oh, wow. Okay. So, so I, have, I haven't met him yet, though, right? No. Okay. So I'll, I'll meet him. And can I ask uh, about a, a young man? There's a young man in my life right now who's way too young for me. But can I ask if he's been in my past life? His name is Van. I feel such a strong connection with him, and yet I'm way too old for him. I'm just wondering why why I feel so strongly toward him. I don't know if I was married to him in a past life or if he was my son, or I don't know. You know, it's interesting. Sometimes we get caught in these concepts of, well, I had to have had a close relationship with so-and-so. And that's not always true. You could have had an acquaintanceship with this person and still have been so impressed by that person that when you meet them again in another life, you go, oh, I'm drawn to them. Or it could be a situation wherein the energy, the vibration of the person just really feels good in your space, and so you think you have had a past life with them before. I do not see that you have had a past life with this person, Van, um, but, you know, I don't see all. I really wish I did. I wish I could say <laughs> I do. So it could be that it's hidden in the, in the ethers of time, but I am not personally okay. seeing it looks more like okay. you are drawn to his energy, and his energy is something that you like. And because you're searching for a person that has the right energy, you've got your radar up and on high trying to find this person, <laughs> and I think that's really what's going yes. on. Okay. Well, thank you so much. You've been a great help, and I, I really appreciate it. <laughs> you're thank you, very welcome. All right. You- Okay, and thank you, Bonnie, for your question, and keep safe. So now let's go to Colorado, and let's bring Marilyn to the show. Hello. Hey, homegirl. I'm in Colorado as well. Yay. (laughs) How are you? I'm good, thanks. So nice to speak with you. Um, My question is, thank you. Thank you. Um, I really, I really align with what you said early on in the show that, you know, we this is an opportunity for us to connect deeper with our own divinity and really understand the value and the energetic sort of, I guess I want to say identity that we have when we are in that space, that in that way, you know, aligned with our divine self. It's amazing the changes that happen through that. So thank you for that. Good, good, good reminder um my question thank you that was beautifully said 
<laughs> well, it was you. Thanks. Um, so uh, my question has to do with the fact that I made an investment in something two years ago. Um, I heard that the return would be coming in May. Uh, it is an international investment. It depends on a foreign invention that happened, and um, there was a opportunity then for the inventor to receive funds, and then I was to be um, repaid for my investment plus the um, interest. And I'm just wondering in this sort of, you know, climate, if if that is still available to me in May. So what a wonderful question because, yes, the economic climate has definitely shifted. Um, right. Originally, when I had looked at all of this stuff for the year, um, I had gotten quite a few things. And one of the things was that, um, May was going to be a little bit of a challenging month on a economic scale. So when I look at your situation, it has been delayed. And I want mm-hmm. you to focus on the, fo- on the fact that delay does not mean stopped. Okay. <laughs> so delayed means delayed. Now, I do want to say something here. Um, you, It looks like there are two windows of opportunity. And I have to say this is completely out of your control and completely out of the inventor's control. The first window of opportunity is coming in July. So that is when everything could come to fruition. And the beautiful thing is that July will be a lovely time. People will feel like they're breathing again. They'll feel like there's hope in the world. They'll feel like the financial thing is writing and, you know, coming back into balance. And they'll be like, oh, thank you, God in heaven. So, you know, July (laughs) will be a good time. Um, The thing is, is that there's somebody on his end in his country that could um, make some small mistakes Um, So not the inventor, but maybe somebody promoting him um, or introducing him or getting the the inventor into the right hands with other people. And a few Mm -hmm. small mistakes are made. And so that's why I'm saying there's two windows of opportunity. The first window of opportunity is July. And then the second window of opportunity actually, unfortunately, doesn't come until spring of 2021. So oh. that's kind of a bummer, and that would be actually in the month of March, which is almost mm. an entire year from now. Um, mm. So what I would say to you, my dear, is use the energy that you use for manifestation. Bring mm-hmm. that energy in and ask mm-hmm. that all of the people that need to meet, meet effortlessly, or actually that's not the best word, meet easily and gracefully, right? Um, mm-hmm. in, in the June period, so that okay. everything comes together for this first window of opportunity in July. Okay, I like that. Yes, I can use my manifestation power. I've got that power, so that's wonderful advice. Thank you. Great. I appreciate it. Yay. You're very welcome. Have a good All right, day. Bessie, take care. Thank you. You too. Thank you, Marilyn. Okay, so now let's go to Long Island, and let's bring Suzanne to the show. Hello, Suzanne. Hello. Suzanne, are you there? Suzanne, can you hear us? Maybe you're muted. No. Um, to, so we have a question on the chat room, and this is Joy. And she asked, is there a technique to connect to source? Is there a connect me- technique to connect to what? Source. Oh, <laughs> that was not what I heard. I'm so glad I asked. 
Um, <laughs> well, or is there a manifesting technique that you could share with me? So, <laughs> source is a funny thing. Everybody thinks of source as being this thing out there or usually up there in heaven, way, way, way far in the distance. And so, you know, if you don't have a great long distance carrier, you're kind of screwed, right? Um, but in actuality, if you want to create a connection to the source, the very best, quickest, easiest way is to create a connection to your source to the source that exists within you, the source of you, the center of your being. Um, so I'm trying to find several ways of saying it. That, of course, is different for everybody. For me, it was meditation. Um, for a lot of folks, meditation does work. But it's not, you know, a fail-safe. Um, there can be all kinds of reasons why that doesn't necessarily work. What I would suggest is that the, the inner being be brought to light or brought to daily experience in some way. If, I think you said it was Amy, um, is a more No, visual, her name is Joy. Joy, oh, correct. Thank you so much. Um, if Joy is a more visual individual, then she could say, you know, um, like if she likes cardinals, for example, let a cardinal show itself to me every day. That sounds silly, but it, what it does is it says, hey, I'm listening and I'm here. And so the cardinal comes and you go, oh. And, you know, also from a psychological standpoint, the individual, in this case, Joy, kind of starts subconsciously looking for a cardinal. So it's your energy, joy, working with the energy of your source, that deep central aspect of being. Both of them trying to create a pathway towards each other. So there's absolutely nothing wrong with the fact that you're, quote, unquote, looking for a cardinal, and I'm using cardinal as an example, as well as then, that source of your being, that deep divine aspect of self is sending a cardinal your way. There's nothing wrong with that. It doesn't have to be done that way. I'm just using that as an example. But what you want is a daily experience in a small, simple way. You know, um, that's another thing. A lot of people think that it has to be some grandiose, some gigantic something or other. And actually, source comes very quietly comes very humbly, comes very lovingly, and sometimes we can miss that because of the loudness of the world. The world is just such a loud place. There's always so much going on, and especially at this point in time. So to be able to just open yourself to a daily experience, not even maybe putting something on that, meaning an end cap like a cardinal, putting it out there that every day you would like to have a small experience of self or a small experience of source or a small experience of the divine aspect of being. This puts it in your grasp. Sometimes the concept of having some kind of experience with the divine is just so enormous that the brain goes, yeah, yeah, no, that's just never going to happen. And you stop it before it can even begin. And the path to the big giant source always comes through self anyway. So this is a great place to start. And I hope that helped, Joy. Fabulous, wonderful question. Thank you, Joy. And now we have in the chat room, we have Aileen, and she says, my 86 years old woman, uh, mom sorry, has moved in with us. It was not her true desire to move in with us, but her boyfriend no longer was willing to support her. 
she has been having some heart acid issues. I am wondering if how much medical attention we should give this. We do have a doctor's appointment set up. Thanks. She's had some hard AC issues. I, I could a AC. Yes, a fib is um, a dash f i b. That's a condition a of the heart. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Got a fib. I could not hear what you were saying. I heard AC like an AC DC current. <laughs> and you said the the mother's no the woman's name is Adelaide and and she just says her mother correct. Her name is Eileen. And Eileen. Yes. yes. Okay. Always good to connect into the right person, Miss Claudia. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the thing about her AFib is it kind of comes and goes. And I want to say it's, it's sugar-derived. It's not, um, I mean, I do, I do agree that a diagnosis of AFib is correct, but there are also always some kind of extenuating circumstances. Um, a trigger, for example's sake, that creates something um, that makes something worse than what it needs to be or makes something better than what it needs to be. And for her mother, sugar tends to be something that hits that AFib, hits that heart, and makes it worse for her. And she'll say, oh, well, I may have sugar during the day, but mostly at night is when I feel it. Yeah, that's how that works. So um, she could also be feeling it during the day right after she has sugar, but usually it's like when the body comes to rest. Um, so anyhow, I would say, um, you know, they've changed how they test for sugar problems in this country. Um, and I don't necessarily think that they always catch the sugar problems. So even if she were to have um, a sugar uh, some sugar work done, like blood work done, usually glucose tolerance test, which they don't give anymore, is the thing that shows the sugar problem right away. So she definitely needs to limit the sugar. Um, salt can be an issue when you have sugar problems. So I would say limit both of those at the, at the moment. Let everything kind of reset a little bit. And then she'll see kind of more of what really is a natural AFib for her and not something that's being triggered into greater issue because of the things that she's eating. And then when she adds back the salt, she can add it back in, in small ways till she finds that place to where she's still comfortable. When she goes over that line, then to stop it, were she to um, add in sugar, she could do the same thing. She could have a small amount maybe, but not too much because that really is going to kick her over into issues. Um, oftentimes, just one final note on this, sugar problems can be issues of the heart, not necessarily the physical heart, but emotional heart. And her mother comes across to me as having um, a lot of emotional heart stuff over her lifetime. Um, and so what I would say, kind of like a saddened heart, um, and not just from the recent breakup. So the fact that she has pancreatic issues, which is the sweetness of life and love of life and, and love in life disappearing um, in ways that she doesn't want, and also heart issues, even if it is on an electrical level, um, these are... It all makes sense to me. So she needs to do a little bit of healing around some of these emotional loves that she has had and has lost and perhaps uh, needs to come to some um, understanding of them. I hope that all helps. You know me. I can't give one answer. In like three Give the whole tamale. <laughs> no, she says that, thank you, it does make a lot of sense because she loves sugar, and yes, her mother has lost four children, a husband, and a boyfriend, so you are right on. Yeah, okay, so now let's, yeah, it's, it, she needs a lot of, uh, Sati, if, if Eileen wants to contact you directly, maybe she, you can help her to work with her mom. 
that's a possibility. Yeah, contact um, Sati at her website, www.seekingdivinity.com, and check it out and see what else you can do for your mom through Sati. So now we're going to call and um, answer caller 830-357. Welcome to see you. Can I have your first name and where are you calling us from? How are you? Uh, it's uh, Justin and Texas. Hi, Justin. Welcome. Welcome. How are y'all? Good. How are you, Justin? Good. Good. What can I do for you today, sir? Well, uh, one, I was just wanting to listen in on the show. I mean, um, also, it's uh, just my about my spiritual path. It's very confusing for me. Um, so I came to the right place. Uh, I feel like like-minded people, um, but maybe you can help guide me or see what's maybe block something's blocking me from like communicating with my spirit guide or or clearing myself my energy here. Well, some of it is expectation. Again, um, I think that you. Are you have a bit of expectation around your spiritual path and how it should feel, and I'm not saying you're wrong. <laughs> I'm yeah. not saying that your expectation is incorrect. I'm just saying that sometimes expectation in and of itself, things being a certain way, can be a blockage all by themselves. Oh. Um, but oh. one of the things that I'm seeing with regards to this is that for some reason, there's some confusion in yourself as to who you are. So that is going to kind of color things. It's, it's going to put you in a position to where when you do see things, you see them sometimes through this lens of confusion. Yeah, Wouldn't yeah. it be nice I'm sorry. Wouldn't it be nice if we could go to the eye doctor, get a prescription um, set of glasses for that, huh? So um, one of the things that I want to say is that when you do prayer work or when you sit down to meditate or when you do any kind of spiritual work, always set the intention that you have clarity and that you are able to see clearly or feel clearly, or experience clearly, or understand clearly, use the energy of this 2020 year to create spiritual 2020, spiritual clarity, spiritual um, ability to really get the accurate answer, the accurate understanding. Um, Setting this intention is going to help you a lot and then having no expectation of how that comes or how that transpires, kind of letting the universe fill in those blanks for you and allowing it to be almost kind of like that magical journey where it just unfolds for you. Um, That is the quickest way for you to work around what I'm going to call this this blockage. Um, And it's not a big one, but it is a prevalent blockage. So that's both good news and not so good news. Does that make sense to you? Uh, yes, ma'am. Actually, it does. So I just need to be more serious when I'm uh, trying to be serious about like meditating, I guess, if it makes sense. Focus well, I understand it. what you're trying to say, but yeah, don't try too hard, sweetie. You know, find something that works that gets you in the zone. Maybe for you that's incense or maybe for you that's some kind of very quiet um, music. Or maybe for you that's a a breathing technique or it's saying something over and over. Um, I accept clarity in my life. That would be a good one. Um, But, you know, find something that 
that sets the tone, that sets the energy so that you are not trying to shift the energy yourself. That will help tremendously. All right. Well, thank you. And thank you for coming, Justin. Okay, so now we're going to go for our last caller of the day. Her name is Keisha, and she's calling from New York. Hi, thank you so much for taking my call. Oh, Keisha, so happy to speak with you, honey. I hope that you are in a safe area of New York. Yeah, I've just been in the house. I think I've been to the store a couple of times, but I'm going to try to, like, um, you know, order food online because um, – but most of the food places you order from, it's, like, booked for a week for delivery. So it's oh like you got to – yeah, yeah. So I got to try to um, order online. But I've been um, – I've been safe. I actually know a couple of people who've ha- who've had it, but um, I guess some people were sick and then some people just have headaches. So, you know, I guess it's depending on your immune system. Correct. Yeah, I know some people that are sick too, but, boy, you're right. It can be wildly a variable experience between person to person. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, see, well what can I do for you today? Oh, okay, great. Well, I really, really would love to move, actually, and I'm I, I'm open to moving to, like, um, Charlotte, North Carolina, or um, Atlanta, maybe even L.A., but, maybe, but mainly, like, those two places. And um, I'm just wondering um, about being able to move and um, getting the money to move or um, just kind of, like, creating it or um, – because I've been up in New York for a while, and um, I really want to kind of, like, just change my circumstances and everything. So I really want to ask about me moving. All right. Sounds good, honey. Let me look for you. I'm sorry. I'm doing math now, which is not my strong suit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay so the earliest you would be able to move would be the turn of the year which um will have its own problems um so when i say the turn of the year you know coming from um you know 2020 to 2021 uh the more that you get the closer you get to spring the easier it will be for you to move. Um, Charlotte is nice. I actually have lived there before. It's a it's a lovely city, lovely people, fabulous temperature. But you actually say Atlanta would be more your speed. I think that you would find that Charlotte's a little sleepier and Atlanta has um, maybe a little bit more uh, busyness or opportunity in it, um, so you'll feel a little bit more at home there. It's going to uh-huh. be hotter, though. Just saying, it's going to be hotter. <laughs> but um, yeah, it looks <laughs> it looks to me like um, that turn of the year is when your first opportunity comes, and all that I can say is. You know, try to put as much money together as you can between now and then um, mm-hmm. because I don't see any hitches or anything like that with the move, but I do mm-hmm. see that in in general, that's kind of a challenge for you to put money together yeah. like that. So it's really better for you to just totally focus on that and like, oh, I really would love that new thing over there, but no, I would really rather move. And so it's really a matter of choice. Oftentimes, Mm -hmm. the universe hears what we say and what we do not say. So if the money keeps going towards other things, then the universe goes, oh, well, maybe the move is not as important. So just something to think about. And I know that not all of your money stuff is based on want purchases. A lot of it is based on you have to pay these bills. So I totally get that. But I'm just trying to give you another look at 
another perspective at these these issues with money. Okay. Yeah. So you've been saying like the next spring, or you're just saying like next year, or you're saying when you were just saying something about spring, you meant like this spring opportunities, like meaning saving money this spring, or you were saying next spring. Um. No, I'm glad that you asked for clarification. No, what I was saying is the move, the earliest the move could take place would be between January and April of next year, 2021, that kind of a spring, right? But that you need to start saving now and continue to save Got it, got it, got it. Okay, okay. Well, thank you. I definitely will do that. Thank you so much. You're Thank welcome, you darling. Time. It was a pleasure speaking with you, and stay stay healthy. Yes, I will. You you ladies, too. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, Shati, so we have reached the end of today's show. It's 101, so that's terrific one. And thank you, everybody. And all the callers that are not being heard today, remember, she comes back the first Friday of every month. So just call us back next month. Kathy, what do you want to say before we end today's show? Well, I had a really funny thing, um, funny being interesting, that came into the reading that I was doing um, about the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what it means. And what I was told was that I would get more information as we go through the year. So I'm really looking forward to it. So all I'm going to do is just put this little nugget, this little carrot out there because I thought it was kind of fun and interesting and very different. I'm a very practical girl. I'm sure you guys can all see that, right? When I go to give readings, I want to make sure that you know, or whether I'm lecturing or talking to people about very spiritual studies, I want it to be something practical that everybody can use. And this is not practical at all. It's very woo-woo. I like woo-woo, but I like woo-woo in like, you know, those small doses because they're fun. But I like things to be able to be usable. Otherwise, kind of what's the point? But what I got, I know that was a big lead up for this small thing here, but what I got is that we are really going to be bringing in the energy of the pole star. Here of the in pole star, P-O-L-E? L-E, pole star, as in a celestial energy, as in there is a actual star called the pole star, but this is something called the pole star energy. So I don't know if it actually has to do with the actual pole star, meaning the star that shines in the sky at night, or if it's an energy that's associated with it. Um, So anyway, I am going to look forward to hearing more about that as we move on. The other thing that I want to say that is more practical um, for everybody is that this pandemic is not going to last forever. It will be winding down actually soon from America's perspective, and things will somewhat go back to normal. May as a month um, with regards to finances, not actually as good as we might think it would be. June and July will be better months financially, and April will be a good month financially, although June and July will be much better. September and October are going to be, again, trying times. There's a possibility that the pandemic will resurface in late August. So I want to just kind of toss some of this stuff out there for people. We will be coming off of self-quarantine. Unfortunately, I think we'll be coming off of it too early. Um, And that may be why it resurfaces. But what I would say is as we go through this, we're all going through it together. Myself and I know there are many, many other uh, people like me uh, service, you know, servicing the world at this point in time. We all are going to be getting a lot of information on this as we go through it. So there will be more to come. Stay tuned. But for now, at least you know that um, 
the pandemic is going to be winding to a close here actually fairly soon. As we go through the month of May, I'm seeing things back to pretty much coming back to normal. But like I said, I think that we're going to be taken off of self-quarantine way too early, or it will be suggested that we get off of that way too early. And I see that as happening in the third or the fourth week of April. Just thought I would let you guys know. Um, money stuff again. June and July are the higher times for this year at this point. Now, that doesn't talk about the end of the year. I haven't actually looked yet. So just thought I'd pass that on. Hope you guys all have a beautiful uh, month of April. Everybody, please stay healthy. And I will look forward to speaking with you in early May. Thank you, Ms. Claudia. Thank you so much. Thank you as well. And goodbye. Bye.